connect to your inner guide, connect to this podcast message, and align with the highest vibrational energies. Now let's get started. So I am, this subject that we're going to deal with on the podcast is very near and dear to me because um, I have struggled most of my life with energy and feelings and learning how to navigate the energies and the feelings I pick up when I'm in the presence of other people. And especially when the energies are in alignment with my true essence, my true energy, my baseline. And so it's been a lot of inquiry over my life and trial and error, learning about energy, learning about different things, learning how the mind works, um, going through various routes with different mentors and things like that, as well as diving within myself that I began, that's where I really began to to find my true answers on this. And if you got the email last night, I dive immediately in saying that you have an incredible gift of taking in the energies of others and then transmuting that energy. And I love to say this because you are like a superhero when it comes to sensing the right next step. Like as an empath, you intuitively feel into decisions. Now, I'm not saying that all empaths do that. No, they do not. Because I think as an empath, you've got this journey to go on. And that is, it's very, uh, I think it's like, I call it the hero's journey because you'll see this story of someone born into uh, like some kind of um, struggle, some kind of strife or some kind of feeling that of purpose maybe and but they're not in alignment with it and then they must make that journey to then reunite or to discover or to find the power is already within themselves and I love this story because even like every story about the underdog I am an underdog I'm no longer an underdog but I was born into underdog hood. I don't know if that's what you really call it, but um, I was born into that and I felt very defeated for most of my life. I felt very, um, I did not, what am I trying to say? I did not feel that I had control over my emotions. I did not feel that I was empowered. I felt that others had power over me. There were a lot of patterns that were developed during that time. And, you know, if you study empathy and and what it is to be an empath and in this podcast we're going to dive into some of the things I brought up in the email last night if you didn't get the email make sure you sign up for the email if you are just signing up for the Sunday night email which I think it was actually sent Sunday afternoon um, I am resending it today and also it is on the website under musing. So I've reposted that because there's actually more to the, um, it's more of a blog post. The email was a, an abbreviated version. You guys, 
I can really just like keep writing on this subject like all the time. So I had to kind of trim it down for the email and then put some of it in the blog because it would just like, I don't want to overwhelm the readers when they get this email by seeing this long ass email. And they're like, I don't have time to read this. And then they don't read it, period. I would much rather have you get a taste of something rather than feel overwhelmed by the length of an email and then um, just skip and move on to something else. Uh, And I say this with great sensitivity of my own because I can get very overwhelmed. Like there's some awesome people. I subscribe to their mailing list, but sometimes I get the email and it's just like, I want to dive into it, but I feel overwhelmed by all like the length of the email or all the information there. And so this is what I'm trying to avoid. I want to make it small, digestible pieces for you. And I still don't think that email is very small (laughs) by no means. Um, but I'm just saying that I, I want you to be able to take in what you can and not get overwhelmed. And I actually feel like this empath should be like this empath podcast really should be more of a series, you know, and I think we'll, we'll continue to revisit this more frequently because I do feel like through repetition, you start to integrate, you start to make whatever you hear and you resonate with as your reality, the more frequently you hear it. And so I do want to continue injecting this empowered empath and the ability to transmute energy into the podcast more. I get a lot of messages from people that identify as being an empath and I'm going to leave some, I'm going to go through some of um, the signs that you're an empath. And I think that is a great place for us to start with right now. And then we'll also get into transmuting that energy and don't worry, I'm going to continue to elaborate on transmuting this energy um, because that's what I feel that this podcast is about. It's about, it's about working with our mindset, realizing that our thinking um, controls our perception our perception controls our feelings, our feelings control our frequency. Okay. So you see how all those things work together. And so the first um, thing to become very, uh, I think, what am I trying to say? The first thing that you really want to begin to explore is your behavior and your mindset, your behavior, um, is governed by your mindset, is governed by your thinking, it's governed by the lens that you perceive your world. And so that's why this podcast is called Mindset to Manifestation. Now you may think like, what does being an empath have to do with manifestation? Well, I mean, I am an empath and, and, and I feel that my ability to feel these energies was in fact, um, difficult for me. However, I learned and I feel that my ability to really tap into that was tapping into the flow. And that was me being an artist and being able to take situations that hurt me in some way and work through those situations and then create a physical thing. 
um, that's how I initially began to transmute energy. So it was like I was feeling this energy. I rolled it in a ball. This is like how I see it in my mind. Roll it in this ball, like swirling ball right in front of my heart chakra. And I'm swirling it with my hands. And then I take that and I put it into something I create with my hands. As I became further involved or evolved in my artistic um, education, I started learning about conceptual art, conceptual art. Someone like someone that I really admired was the artist Yoko Ono because her art was very conceptual. In fact, it was instructional. So if you look up um, Yoko Ono, uh, she was also married to John Lennon, but she was an incredible artist and I love so much. I love her work incredibly and it had a huge profound impact on me as well as an impact on me learning how to transmute energy her work was instructional work for example i love the story how she and john lennon met she had an art exhibition and he had heard of her work and he went to her exhibition and there was a ladder um in the middle of the the gallery space and he walked up the ladder and at the top of the ladder there was a little word on the ceiling that said yes and so um he found that i'm sure i guess he found that very intriguing and interesting and and really then had to meet her so i love this story um and i love her work because it it if you go and research her work it she um has a way of making you go within and use your imagination for things, as well as I find her work to be very heart-centered and meaningful. And at that particular point in my education, I really needed that type of positivity. And so I was very inspired by her and I created an art piece of my own um, that was called, uh, what was it called? You are the apple of my eye where, um, I don't want to digress too much, but where you, this was before iPhones existed and we just had text and it was where you bite, you pick an apple from a bowl of apples and with each bite of the apple, you think about, well, before you take a bite of an apple, you think of someone you love very much. You pick the apple from the bowl and with each bite of the apple, you think about something you love about that person. And then so you take the bite and you take the bite, you take the bite. When the apple is done, you discard the apple and then you text the person, you are the apple of my eye. And if you are not able to text the person, then you are to close your eyes, put your hand on your heart and send a telepathic message, basically send the energy um, to that person, seeing their face and sending them love. So this was something I created God, I think like 20 years ago. Yeah, it must have been that long ago. Maybe not quite that long ago, maybe more like 17 years. But the fact about it is, is that um, I was working with energy before I even knew what working with energy was. And so that's what I'm saying. Like as an empath, I was super sensitive to these energies and I was learning how to transmute them through my art education. And I think that when I look back on my life, that stage combined with my future like inner work my work in energy I think you know as a Reiki practitioner I think it all just started kind of tying together and then that inner guide was that muse that I used to look to when I was younger and I was a visual artist so it's it's all 
the same, you know, it's working from the same source. And over time and through my education in energy, as well as my inner exploration and working with the various mentors that I've worked with for the last 10 years, I have um, really learned how I did it then and how to apply it now and how to transmute that energy. So I think this is definitely going to have to be um, a series because I want to teach all of you that is, excuse me, my voice is a little hoarse this morning. I want to teach all of you that um, as much as I possibly can through the podcast because I'm about sharing wisdom and sharing information and sharing um, inquiry, sharing the the inspiration to inquire within, to dive within and do that inner exploration as much as I can freely on the podcast. This podcast will never have a membership fee or a subscription fee. It will be free. I have no interest in charging a fee for this podcast. If it's if something you want to dive in further and work with me um, in a group basis, I am going to be launching the mentorship finally. I included that in last week's email, but I will be launching the mentorship finally in October in my birth month, um, which is October. And um, if you want to explore that further with me, send me a message, but I will be sharing this information to the mailing list as well. And I'll keep you guys posted on it. Um, but enough about that. Um, so I want to kind of dive into what is an empath. And there was a woman who, um, Dr. Judith Orloff, she actually wrote a book called The Empath's Guide to Survival, which, wow, I wish I knew about that when I was trying to figure this out. <laughs> but then again, I wouldn't be the person I am now if I had that handbook, right? Because it took the discovery and the journey for me to to become who I am now. I probably, I may not have had this podcast, who knows? Um, but anyway, she said it's that empaths can feel, um, physical pain as well as emotional pain. So, um, let me include my little bit and then I will, um, oh no, that's her bit. Okay. So basically, um, my own words, what she's saying is that empaths experience the world differently than other people. As an empath, you are hyper aware of others' pain, suffering, and what is needed for them on the emotional level. I have personally felt that my experience as an empath, I was prone to codependent friendships and relationships as I was so um, so focused on the other person's pain. I often felt it was up to me to heal them. And then I make a little side note here, which I'm going to do for you now. It is not your responsibility. Um, I'm just saying this in case you're thinking this sounds like you, but you know, we'll get into codependency and being an empath later. So according to Dr. Judith Orloff, she's the one who wrote the empath's guide survival guide. So if you are an empath and you want to explore further, that may be a great book to purchase. Um, you empaths can feel physical pain too. So for example, have you ever interacted with a friend who had a headache and then out of nowhere you get a headache or someone was tired and then all of a sudden like you realize that you're very tired too. 
um, or someone was having anxiety and then you feel that anxiety too, or even someone's emotions like anger, you know, or worry, um, or frustration, like you leave that interaction with that friend. And then you're wondering, why do I feel this feeling that was not even what I was feeling today when I woke up, when I was woke up this morning, I was feeling great. I was feeling happy, but now all of a sudden I feel a feeling of, dread or I feel anxiety, you know, so you, you start to wonder like, where's this coming from? And so that is, you're picking up their energy, you're picking up their feelings. So that's why it's so important to understand like, what is your baseline? Like, for example, I get up very early in the morning so I can have the time alone with myself for meditation. If I need to do yoga for reading, for writing the book, for um, breath work. I just want to feel grounded and connected to me, the soul that exists within this body that's Christina Medina. Does that make sense? Like, I have a relationship with my soul. Like, Christina, this person that's talking to you right now, me in this physical body, has a relationship with my soul. And in the morning is when I have that quiet time. I find mornings very sacred for me. Sometimes it can be like, you know, even if I wake up in the middle, middle of the night because I'm feeling insomnia, I can then sit alone in the living room and still feel that sacred connection of myself. So there's something about being out of the mix, (laughs) you know, being in your own space, in your own time, um, in solitude that, that helps you connect to the baseline. So you understand what you feel like without the influences of others. Okay. So then as an empath, when you go out into the world, you're like feeling all these energies and you can recognize, wait, that is not my energy. I do not need to intermingle with that. I can decide to close that off. But on the other hand, what's really amazing about being an empath, and I find it myself is like really amazing, is when I'm working with someone, like coaching them, or even just interacting with someone, or I have like a sales appointment or something like that, I can feel what the other person is feeling, I can sense it because in the way that I sense is sense it is because I start to feel it. So it's like the feeling is my own and I'm, and I know what I feel like because, and I know my baseline feeling. I know my baseline thinking. So when I start to feel like something that doesn't feel typical to me or that feels foreign, like I don't, this is not a normal feeling within me that's when my indicator or that's my indicator that I'm sensing someone else's feelings. So for example, on a coaching call, I may feel like there's a, a, a brick wall between us. And, um, like I may feel like I'm having a hard time connecting. I know how to connect to people really, really well. I know how to connect to people seamlessly. I know how to let down my walls to allow people in. And so when I feel a wall coming up, I know that that is not my wall. 
okay and i realize that this person may not be may not feel as safe you know or may may feel vulnerable and afraid to let down their walls sometimes people are afraid to let down their walls because they're afraid they're going to just start crying and bawling you know they're afraid of what um may come if they fully release and embrace exactly how they're feeling so they zip it all up and i know that feeling i know it well And so I've moved beyond that feeling, but I do know what it feels like to feel like that. So when I start to feel that feeling, that's when I know that I need to, if I'm working with someone, I know that I need to slow down or I need to um, ask questions that help them explore their feelings and why they're feeling what they're feeling. So then they can start to relax into their body, relax into what they're feeling and relax into the exchange of energy with me and they can fully feel and embrace the energy I'm sharing with them, which is one of love and acceptance. And so this is how being an empath can help you. It's helped me in many ways as well. It's like, you know, like I said, I work in sales also. So it's helped me really be able to feel if someone is not interested in what I'm talking about and maybe I should just stick with the facts or if someone is the kind of energy that wants to connect first you know and then talk about the facts you know someone wants to build trust and have a little rapport because they want to feel comfortable with me first they want to kind of sense the kind of person I am you know some people are very much like that and then other people I can just tell that they're not I can feel it they're just not interested in interacting that way and which is totally okay too you know because it's interesting because I've I have learned that um, and, you know, through my experience in sales and being an empath that some people do not want to get friendly with me and build rapport because they're afraid of what they may do if they get too comfortable, meaning they may be too sold on something and they want to pull back on their energy and and like guard it and protect it because they, you know, and not open up because they're afraid that if they open up their doors, then I'll come in and try to take advantage of them, which I am not, but, (laughs) but I get it because there are people that will, you know, that are great, you know, that are empaths who I don't know if they're empaths, maybe just really good at reading people in a, in the same way that empaths are because empaths do pick up on the subtle, um, nuances, like, slight facial gestures or slight body movements that um that send a signal to us that will tell us like oh you know be careful or don't say this or don't say too much or um this person is feeling this way or this person needs comfort this person needs a hug things like that and so um yeah, so I'm sure there are other people that work in sales that have been trained in picking up on those nuances. In fact, I know they have because there are sales programs like that. And so perhaps those people are just nervous that um, I may be one of them. But I think if they, you know, when they allow themselves to just kind of feel um, the energy that I'm giving, they realize that I'm not that kind of person. Because I have had people tell me, well, Christina's not the usual kind of salesperson. So there's that. So anyway, enough of me digressing, but I think it helps you to understand how you can use this, 
gift. It really is a gift. I mean, God, for so long, I was like, this does not feel like a gift because I don't know how to control the energy coming in and out. I don't know how to control the feelings. Like, I don't know how to turn off the feelings. And so it, it, and you know what? I, I, I honestly don't think there's a way to truly like turn it off because it's your nature, it's who you are, but you learn to identify what you're feeling and you learn to say, ah, I I get what's going on here, but I choose not to feel that now. I choose to separate myself and I will actually like do this like gesture where I kind of separate myself energetically. I separate my heart from that energy. Um, and it's something I learned through Reiki and just my own inner, um, inner guide, my inner exploration that brought that kind of gesture to me um, that's been very helpful. And so you just really learn how to either transmute it. Well, first you learn how to identify when it's happening. Then you learn how to either transmute it or shut it off. So one of the two. And then that's really what it is. There's no like deciding that you're not going to feel it. I mean, well, it I guess it is kind of like that, but there's no like shutting it off innate, like immediately. You don't walk around with a suit of armor around you. As an empath, you're always going to be perceiving things. It's the realization that, oh, that's not my feeling. I don't want to feel that. Or um, let's take this energy and let's build upon it. Let's do something with it. And then that's when you're transmuting. So let's get into um, some of the questions that you can ask yourself as you listen to this podcast if you're wondering if you are an empath. So are there moments when you feel like you took on someone's emotions, even when they, when they're, when they aren't um, talking about the emotions? So do you ever feel like you're feeling someone's emotions? Um, maybe they're talking about something else, but you can sense that there's something else. Um, do you ever feel like you want um, to heal or fix the situation for them because you sense what they need to do? Do you ever have um, experiences in large crowds where you feel overwhelmed? How do you feel in your personal surroundings? Do you feel that your personal surroundings are really important to you, like the the feeling of the environment that you live in and work in? Um, I need a lot of light. I need a lot of openness. I cannot handle being around clutter. You know, there's like certain energies that I'm just really sensitive to and I need beauty and inspiration around me. Um, and then in terms of your work environment, do you feel that you pick up on other people's energies when you're at work? Does it affect your ability to work properly or do you feel overwhelmed by this sometimes? You know, if you do have that feeling at work, I find that just taking a walk, going outside and walking for about 10, 15 minutes longer if you can, but just taking a walk and more importantly, taking a walk in nature if that's available to you. But if not, just some fresh air outside of the situation um, can help you along with the movement of walking can help you clear that energy out. Do people turn to you for for advice? Do they want to confide in you? Do they feel or say things like, I can always talk to you. Like, I feel so comfortable talking to you. This is a big one. Can you sense when someone is lying to you? That is really key. Do you, do you, the big question is, do you listen to um, yourself when you feel those feelings? 
Do you have conflict with poor leadership? As in, do you ever feel or um, conflicted or do you feel that your maybe perhaps your manager at work is um, not doing what they should be doing? Like, do you ever feel those feelings of um, kind of like if I were in this situation, I would do it this way because you feel that they should be doing more for their team? Do violent movies and television news have a strong impact on you? That does with me, and and things tend to linger for a while. Um, Do you ever feel like you know what your pets are feeling or your plants are feeling? So I threw this extra one in uh, because I do. I can sense when my, my orchids need water. And when Harriet, my cat, was alive, I could feel her feelings, and I felt like really like we connected on a on a sensory knowing level. It wasn't words. It was just like a feeling. So those questions will help you kind of dive inward. We will explore more of this. I think over the next few podcasts, I think it'll be really important, um, to dive into this further. And I want to give you, give this to you in small increments. Um, yeah, so definitely, um, go to the website and check out the blog post as I go through this, I notice I have some typos. So my apologies. I am, um, I'm very, uh, I don't know. I just kind of go with a feeling with writing sometimes. And I think spell check tries to fix it. And then I do reread it. And I think my brain just kind of numbs over it. (laughs) So my apologies in advance, but know that it's coming from a place of love. And if you have any questions about what I say, you can always write back to me. All right, guys, sending you so much love from New York. Um, oh yeah, I almost forgot. So the launch of the products, um, the oil for empaths and, um, the spray and the tea that's all happening in October and it's going to come like in increments just simply because I'm, I create these things on the new moon and, you know, we only get one new moon a month. So, uh, so it's going to be spaced out a little bit. And then also, as I said earlier, I'm starting my mentorship. It's a six month mentorship. If that is something you're interested in, I can, um, I work very well with empaths or people, you know, people who align with what I say here today. If you realize that you are an empath, if you, if you find yourself answering yes to a lot of those things, then I have a feeling you are, um, there's a lot of information out there online about it, but I feel that the best way to understand how to work with those energies is by having the guidance to help you go inward as well as, as, um, helping you explore how to get there. So that's what I intend to do with this mentorship. It's not just for empaths, but it's, um, it's my whole, uh, education and energy and manifestation, transmuting energy, um, using the mind to just completely up level and change your life and how to access those parts within you that control your perception, how to change your perception so that the energy and frequency you're emitting out to the world is one that is uh, resonating with the new life that you want to shape around you, that you want to create for yourself. So there's a lot of energy transmutation here, um, both within the body and the mind and the world around you. So stay tuned for more information on that. 
All right, guys, sending you so much love from New York. Mwah. Thank you.